Hey? Hi, and welcome to the Art and Science Punks podcast, where two lifelong learners talk about art, science, engineering, technology, and how we play with these things in our lives. I'm one of your punks, Kate Stenzinger, and with me tonight and every night is my amazing punk partner. Hi, I am Rob Stenzinger. And tonight, we are going to talk about play and curiosity. Mm. So, Robbie, let me ask you right off the bat, Mm. what is play? What is play? What is play? Uh, let's see. I would say it's a directional, directionless following of your impulse to explore the world that has this feedback loop that that's a little bit rewarding. Where it's not quite a game, but it but it kind of is the beginning of a game. It's like when you set up boundaries and you're starting to play within a set of rules. That's a game, mm-hmm. right? But like sure. you you throw those rules out and playing is that sort of enjoyment of like action reaction. Nice. Directionless though, huh? Well, hmm. Maybe okay, I will retract the directionless and say more toward um less structure, less rule based. Less structure. Oh, I like that. Less structure following your inspiration. Yeah. exploring your world in a creative and enjoyable way. Am I paraphrasing pretty well? I think that's pretty good, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I like it. Um, I have a dictionary definition. Ooh, yeah. All right. Which dictionary? Google. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> so the the one that indexed all other dictionaries. <laughs> That's right. And I just pulled the first definition, right? I did not get into the 13th definition, but the, okay. the first definition. Um, engage in activity for enjoyment and recreation rather than a serious or practical purpose. Hmm. I think that aligns pretty well with what you said. Yeah, feels feels pretty consistent. Engage in activity for enjoyment and recreation. Mm, yeah, much more concise than my definition, but yeah. Recreation enjoyment. Okay. Yeah. Oh, sounds fun. All right. Let's play. All right. Podcasting can be playful, right? <laughs> Let's be directionless. <laughs> and podcasting can be directionless. Nice. All right. All right. Oh uh, no. We already kind of whiffed it on that one though. Because <laughs> we have a direction. Setting it up as a oh here's a topic and <laughs> right yeah, mm, but. We, but, but that's cool. We could I mean, talk about bunnies for the rest of the play. time. That's true. We don't have to live up to that that sort of commitment in, in the beginning. We could just just say whatever. And for anybody who's been listening to the podcast, you know that my head would explode. The planner that I am, <laughs> <laughs> I don't well, do okay. I don't do real well with fully directionless. I think fully directionless. Wait a minute. So what do you? What's play for you then? Well, I'm more with like, the dictionary definition. Put the dictionary here. down. Put put the dictionary. <laughs> put it put it down. And for you in particular, like what? What what's your kind of play? Hmm. I think doing things for enjoyment hmm. constitutes play. But I think I'm also um, a little. Um, I have a little. Uh, what is it? Cognitive bias kind of built in because. Having trained in play therapy, um, from an educational perspective, 
I know that, that, and had just even having studied child development for Mm. as many years as I studied child development, play has a purpose, right? Oh, wow. Yeah. So wait a minute. Does the dictionary definition seem to not ring true for you? It, mm -hmm. I think it's an adult, it's an adult definition of play. Oh, okay. Right? So adults, we engage in activity for enjoyment and recreation rather than a serious or practical purpose. Sure. Um, and kids do too. You know from- it's five o'clock. I'm going fishing. Right. And I don't know exactly where the boat's going to go, whatever. Or, right. Um, okay. But kids, and kids do that too. I mean, so, they absolutely do fit with uh, this definition, but also kids play to help make sense of their world, to help make sense of their experiences, um, to process what's happened in their day what you know things are going through and we see this all the time with you know with our kids and you know just if you spend time with kids you kind of see them um their play is representative of other things going on and so that's the way they they kind of process it and they your definition it it is killing me there is a game design industry sort of one of the um sort of the um one of the classic lead, one of the folks who in the early days of the game industry mm-hmm. taking off, games associated with computing, interactive entertainment, video games, right? Chris, is it Crawford? Maybe. It's, are you, you're reminding me, I have not looked at this in ages, but there was a, he was he gave a talk at, uh, at the GDC, Game Developer Conference. Oh, sure. One of the early ones. And it was um, the example he pulled out about uh, games and play and how games meant more right then just somehow it's a, a it's a diversion and, and right it, there's, distraction there's and just oh it's fun. fluff it's nothing there um which i i love your, that where where you're you're digging at there's to me this i'm paraphrasing your expression sure. of that where it sounds like there's a conflation of play and it, like getting paid or whatever right or, or whatever like serious adult <laughs> endeavors right yeah, yeah. acknowledged uh, you know, things that are uh, like more official, important things versus the, le- the, the ones that you just do whatever and you're not, yeah. you're discounting them, but you're with, you're the, like, you are missing out on like the, the valuable essence of what's really inside play. And, and so the Chris Crawford example was how um, you, if you observe even animals in the wild, like young, um, um, like wild cats, yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, like great cats or what have you, and, and how they lions and tigers, yeah, and, and they're pl- they're playing when they're wrestling, and they're, oh, absolutely, they're, they're they're jumping around, they're trying to surprise each other, and all that kind of stuff. And there's an element of skill building in what they're doing. Yeah, and play has purpose. Yeah, that's okay. Bit of a long walk, but yeah, no. So it's it's very true. Um, and so I think when I think about well, what do I do for play? Um. Or what does play mean to me? For you, for you in particular, yeah. So, yeah. so you're, you're... So I have a little cognitive bias. Con- <laughs> you're convenient. Uh, hey, yeah, play is like whatever, no big deal. And it's not serious. You, you don't get that because because of what you've studied. And, and again, I see, I mean, there's both sides of it, right? And, but again, I think that it's, it's purposeful. So for me today, if I'm going to go and play, like Mm -hmm. that's truly something that's my choice and I'm not being, you know, um, 
begged, forced, by one of the children. I was like, well, by me? What? <laughs> no. Okay. Right. By one of the kids to, to, you know, play with me, play with me, play with me and having, Oh, know. sure. Um, so if it's something that I'm choosing, you know, it's it's typically those are things that I think of are, are relaxing activities for me. So I'm going to read or sew or do a craft of some sort or a creative project or some metal stamping. You know what I mean? Like that's um, playful for hmm. me, but it's also skill building. It's also um, resting my mind. It's also, you know what I mean? So it has but more. You, you listed a lot of things. So is there some element of what what feels like worth doing or important or exciting right now? Like there's a very timely moment situation mm. of like, oh, this no. is play. Like I I like I'm follow, I I need to do this right now because I've got some time and and. I don't know. I'm not sure I'm following what so you mean like by me, you like need to do. Be, it, so need to do, want to do, whatever, right? Uh, I'm more pointing at is there sort of a um, of the moment aspect of play for your definition? Like, um, because so for me, I'm today, such a planner so that I'm ha- was, no, I'm, I'm I get what you're <laughs> saying. I'm just I'm like, yeah. boy, I think my answer is no because I'm no. such a planner. Okay, like even you know. In states of play, it's a little bit planned out. <laughs> so let's talk about you. What about okay. for you? Is it is it planned? Is it more spontaneous? Let's uh, see. Hmm. And then I have other types I will of have, play. I so I, I have um, just a variety of um, creative and educational pursuits that I feel are very playful. But mm-hmm. like, um, even if I'm playing video games now um yeah it's often with a sense of uh i want to experience some other game designer's set of choices and how does that affect me and i i've got an a little bit of an analytical eye to um um shout out to jersey Dro's co-host of mm-hmm. lean into art and you know podcaster of, of a bunch of other things that that's I think I pick up picked up that term from from him where if if, if he's watching something of that's entertaining or whatever yeah. there, there's a little bit of the hey I like to make stories or I make things and and what about this is is affecting me and why and whatnot so oh sure so it I I definitely find a lot of learning in the kind of media that I consume when I when I you know dedicate some time to do, to do that um, so. I don't know. Are you saying that your play then has a purpose? <laughs> yeah, typically. <laughs> yeah, and I, and and um, let's see. That purpose ranges from um, more more structured to less structured. I think. Absolutely. Because I have less structured play where it's like, what do I feel like making right now? And then I will gravitate toward those tools and arrange and, and arrange them and, and start exploring and creating. Like maybe I want to sketch. Maybe I want to use digital media, natural media. Maybe I want to just make some music. And I have no idea like why or there there isn't like, well, I've got a game that I need to add a background track for the start sure. screen. Sure, it's more spontaneous. It's more I'm just That can happen. Play. But it's not this kind of play, right? So yeah. this kind this is like, well, 
I don't know what I'm going to pick up, but I, I love that experience and yeah. I want to, um, um, I don't know, bounce around with those choices and see what comes out of it. So I want to talk about another kind of play and that is, um, when it isn't um, hobby related, I don't know. I'm having trouble phrasing it, but when it isn't hobby related, so I'm thinking okay. of hobbies. Today yep. we went um, we went to the Wild Rumpus, mm. <laughs> and I think I felt it was a very playful outing, and to me that was play. Like there's okay, there's something else then when like um, you're in a different environment, and um, okay, so wait a minute, how much of that was planned for you then? I mean, just um, let's go to the Wild Rumpus. Okay, so and that, again, but then let me you just, go some, okay. Let go me just clarify. The Wild Rumpus is a bookstore. Um, <laughs> sure. It's a, it's a children's-focused bookstore in the, in the Twin Cities. That's a, an amazing and wonderful bookstore. Sure, like Minneapolis, Minnesota area yep. of the United States. Yep. And we have international listeners. This is true. Thank yes. you for the clarification. Mm-hmm. Um, and the bookstore is is wonderful, and they've got you know tons and tons and tons of great children's books. But they also have um, there's a chicken that walks around. <laughs> yeah. There's a cat that walks. Yeah, honestly, around. does it look like a chicken to you? Nope, nope. We just know it's a chicken because we've that been is going the there. Most fuzzy looking chicken I've ever seen. Yeah, it's jet black, and it looks like a hype, like a like a like a mutant poodle. People thought it was a rabbit today because it was like sitting there and it didn't want to get up. It got up for river though and kind of looked at her. Okay. You can't see its eyes because okay. it's so fuzzy. It's yep. the cutest flipping thing and it's yep. jet black and it's, yeah. And sometimes they have more than one chicken, but they had one chicken today and they have a cat and they have a couple of ferrets and chinchillas. several chinchillas and yep. most of those animals are rats. caged. Yeah. The rats and the chinchillas and the ferrets are all caged and the birds are caged. But the cat and the chicken um, roam free. And there's been... There was a lizard, wasn't there? Yeah. Like years ago? I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, there's been all sorts of different yeah. kinds of things. So at any rate, we were at the Wild Rumpus um, with the kids and wandering around and all searching for books and petting the chicken and just having a good time. Mm-hmm. Well, okay, so you're in that, that setting and... Wandering. I mean, that was not okay. planned. I mean, the plan was let's go there. Okay. But then once we were there, like it was just kind of as the spirit moved you, right? It wasn't that we, I didn't walk in saying, I want a book about, about uh, nature. Sure. And then um, also I will pet the chicken once and then I will go <laughs> and find the cat. And if I don't find the cat, I'm going to, you know, et cetera. Talk to the manager. Right. Where's the cat? <laughs> Seriously, this is the wild rumpus. What is happening? The cat was napping. Yeah. Um, it's more, I mean, okay, so you said wandering. And so yeah. to me, there's there's a little bit of a wander kind of play. And you, you put yourself in a, in a situation. This, you know, my, for, for how I describe it for, to me, is um, like, what am I curious about right at this very moment? And then then going toward that, and do it a lot, and mm-hmm. that's wandering to me. Is that play for two also? Yeah, well, because I get a lot of enjoyment out of following uh, curiosity. Nice. Okay, so there's curiosity. Mm-hmm. So you have enjoyment following your curiosities. You like to pull on different strings and, and wander down the path. Mm-hmm. 
so this thing's going to lead me to that thing. This is going to lead me to that, that thing. Yeah. So again, I'm going to give you a quiz. Okay. For the second time. Uh-oh. How do you define curiosity? And yes, I have a definition. <laughs> you planned this. I did. I prepared. Are you uh. shocked? <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Um, I, and I, I will own up. Like, I love to throw out the, I throw out airs that like, I don't prepare. What I have know. You? You're so ridiculous. But I prepare. <laughs> you do. Uh, yeah. Different style, perhaps, whatever you, but like I do. Um, okay. So what is my definition of curiosity? I think it's about, for me, it's about encountering something that is unfamiliar and willing to, um, I, I find the desire to, um, either just coexist with that or try to dig deeper. Well, thank you very much, Dr. Dictionary. (laughs) Well, I I do have a pretend doctorate in (laughs) In dictionary. dictionary. Sure, yeah. Um, You're very, very close to um, what Google, how Google also defined curiosity, which is a strong desire to know or learn something. Mm. Yeah. And you said a strong desire to to kind of coexist or dive deeper. Mm -hmm. So felt that you were very close fist bump to google's ai yeah you and google so tell me how does your curiosity um and kind of following those paths or following like i said those strings that you pull on how does this how does that manifest give us an walk us through that give us an example okay so if curiosity um would have um severely hurt me (laughs) at some point (laughs) you know the, the classic hey well you know how a little bit cat. of the, yeah, the shame, the shame, uh, refrain that people go like curiosity killed the, the cat. cat. Oh, you should feel terrible now. I just cast the spell of shame <laughs> on you. I'm like, what? <laughs> I, I, that doesn't stick. Uh, um, partially maybe, you know, luck and privilege and what all sorts of things that, um, I've found curiosity just way more rewarding than not. And a lot of it does go back into play and finding some some serious benefit from learning by exploring and not even knowing what I want to have come out of it. Yet I, I also feel like I do plan and I do prepare. Yeah. Um but like there's another mode that feels pretty good too. Um is that where you were? Yeah. So okay, um I was thinking of my next question. Sorry. Mm. So when you play, hmm. when you're following your curiosity and you're playing, and I'm sure this, the answer is going to be all, but kind of break down for me, how much of your play are you playing to relax or do you prefer to play to be challenged? Um, do you prefer um, to play to be inspired? Like when you're playing, you know, those are kind of like the three categories I think of, like I want to relax. I want to experience some type of, you know, playful challenge or I'm trying to, uh, I want to be inspired. Hmm. So inspiration, relax or challenge, challenge. Um, or just to be, you know what I mean? Like it doesn't always have to have, uh, like I said, play has a purpose, but sometimes 
Yeah, well, sometimes it doesn't have to be. I'm just throwing water balloons rationalized. At you. Yeah, totally. Yeah, exactly. And and you know what? <laughs> I hit sometimes, and I get you I, got a little too and excited I get to dodge about that one. Yeah. Holy moly! Um, obviously, I like you know challenges because that is a certain type of. Um, okay, again, the the three were like challenge, inspiration, or relax. Relax. I. So what's difficult is um, I'm working to get better at the relax, right? Mm -hmm. Because inspiration for me, just me personally, can be so potent. Such a like... It spins you up. Concentrated, motivating force of nature that I, I just... I don't want a lot of motivation because I don't need that much fire enough. <laughs> I'm good. And if, if something shows up that fires me up, I'm like, holy crap, this is what I have to make my life about at the moment. And this, this, I don't want it that, that all the time. So I try to not get that inspired all the time. Cause I feel like I've got a good, my, my, my batteries are pretty full there. Right. Um, but then the whole, the challenge thing is where I tend up spending my energy built up in the batteries based on inspiration. So to me, I'm almost, I, I, I would apply a sequence to that. You're like, complex. <laughs> <laughs> I think you knew that. I did. Yeah. So anyway, then anyway, the, the, the relaxing is, is, is something I'm deliberately trying to, um, to, to get better at again. Right. Yeah. Because, I mean, there's so much of adult life that gets to be about um, the structured commitments we make to one another in society. And that's... Absolutely. I mean, even just prepping for this episode and thinking about play, when we decided we wanted to talk about play, Mm -hmm. it is apparent to me I don't play enough. Like really unstructured, just me playing for me. Hmm. You know, yeah, I play, spend plenty of time playing, you know kitchen or you know um what's the one with the swords that we like to do the swords and the um the hammer of thor is really big at our house right now (laughs) oh wow yeah the little one can really whip that hammer yes um as a matter of fact, when we were at the Wild Rumpus today, she kept pulling um, Marvel books off. And oh, every time she'd yeah. find a picture of Thor, she'd say, I'm Thor. I'm Thor. Oh, that's awesome. That's me. Yeah. Um, you know, and Captain America's shield. And yeah, we've got a lot of that going on right now. Mm-hmm. So I spend plenty of time playing like that. Hmm. And I spend time on my creative projects. But when I'm doing my creative projects, I feel like I'm trying to learn or accomplish something. So just the the, the free-spirited play... Um, in prepping for this episode, that's something that um, I think I'm going to challenge myself to try and do a little bit more of. Is what would it be? Lo- what would it look like if I was a little bit more playful for myself? I I would love to learn what that looks like. Yeah. Because I mean, you're kind of sitting in what it looks like for me. Like we're, <laughs> we're, we're we are recording this in my office, right? And um, I share it. I've, I create this as a space for. I mean, it's for the Everybody, family. Yeah, we all. But come like. In here. Um, it's the one I get to influence like the most. Right. Yeah. And within our home. And I mean, look around, I, I have things that like I told you that were were shared, what I told you, reshared, mentioned, (laughs) whatever that, that I like to set up curiosity traps. Right. Yeah. For the, you know, for, for our girls. Oh yeah. And I do that for me though. Right. 
set something out that you know yeah, is going to... like I need to have like it to be very easy to just pick up and play guitar or oh, absolutely. Um, pick up and juggle or... And I have, I try to surround myself with this stuff or just books that are like super um, immersing and interesting and whatever. And that's, I'm surrounded by that. Yeah. So, you know, I, I, my two cents, I don't know what your traps look like, but like, you know, yeah, you should trap yourself. Well, I should trap myself <laughs> when I get stuck and cents. I yell for help. Sure. <laughs> I'll be here. You'll come get me. Okay. So yeah, I think that's one thing that came kind of came up for me is I don't know what that um, unstructured um, activity for enjoyment. I mean, I feel like I do a lot of things, a lot of activities for enjoyment, but. But okay. So for instance, I have like things that I tinker with and I mean, and, and again, the, the juggling or whatever, but like there's stuff around where yeah. they just, it just pulls you in. Like you're sitting, you're, you are sitting next to a guitar tuner that I need to, t- to totally replace the battery. But like I'll do that in between other tasks. Sure. And just be like, it sounds like a ch- maybe a chore. Or I was going to say, I fold laundry. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Not the same. Not the same. That's not going to be my my play. I I will continue to fold laundry because I don't mind doing it. It's relaxing. Sure. But yeah. Um, and yeah, I'll continue to, you know, make meals and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But like... Right. What that, that, that play looks different and it's nice when it's, um, when, when it's at hand Yeah, and you can do something with it as, um, before you even know the impulse is there. Right. Yep. And you're like, Oh, I'm, I, and suddenly I'm just kind of going with the flow for a bit. I um, just thought of two things that I do that is more playful. Oh, what, what is it? What uh, well, and one kind of came out of the podcasting. So thank you you know, podcast is, um, making the, the trifle. What? Making the trifle dessert. I've made a couple of them That's now. That's true. You have and made. And it's just completely random. I'm like, here's the stuff I have. Or, oh, hey, I need a cake mix. Cause, and that's been just for plain old enjoyment. Like there's no other purpose to those. That's just been for fun. And I like the pan. Sure. Like I would like, <laughs> there, yes, that, yeah, that is, that's true about a lot of hobbies. Like I, you know, like the desire to make noise for pleasure could be pretty simple. Just like, I want to, like I could shout and bang on a table and, and, and record it. Right. But like adding bass and guitar and drums and whatever, like <laughs> cooking is the same, right? I mean, yeah. so like cooking, you can be like, Oh, I'm going to make, uh, make Trifle. this a lot more interesting in you know, what you're composing. Yeah. Well, and what I think of is like, I had an idea in mind and I had a recipe, right? And I was like, well, there's only the four of us and this isn't going to, you know, last. This is, it's, I'm going to end up wasting some ingredients, right? Remember I was like, oh, if I do this. So I totally changed it and just kind of did my own thing and it was hysterical and it was fun and we ate it. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) And it was delicious, but like, so, okay. So that was one thing I thought Yeah. The other thing, you know what else I do for pl- for play? What's that? I plan stuff. Oh, what? Well, like, you know what I mean? Like, um, How? Like, if we're going to do a vacation, uh-huh. and maybe we're not going to do it for a year and a half, uh, I'm going to do all that, like, research, and I'm going to put together 
spreadsheet. Wow, I sound like a complete and utter dork. I'm going to put together a spreadsheet of different kind of options. There's and no shame in a spreadsheet. That's I know. Fine. We spreadsheet everything in this house. What? There's no cell in a spreadsheet that contains the shame or whatever. <laughs> well, we don't do shame anyway. So. I know. I just wanted to say that. <laughs> it's because uh, um, whatever. I have, I have huge um, respect and enjoyment from spreadsheets too. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, that is something that... I mean, I will, and when you think of curiosity, I will follow the rabbit hole on on that kind of stuff. Research all day long. So yeah. research, researching uh, activities. Oh, researching activities, not researching just anything, but researching activities. You do enjoy that? I do. All and right. it's, I mean, I guess there is kind of a, a what does it say? A practical purpose in that. But sometimes I'll be researching stuff that doesn't. We decide we never are going to do or you know, kind of comes off the table. Oh my gosh. There are many things that come up in uh conversation or whatever. And I think I want, I flag things because I like to have the ability to capture a note. Mm-hmm. I've got the, you know, if I have my phone in my hand, I will use the draft app, right? Cause I use iPhone and, um, um, but I also carry like a little, a, a deck of, um, Index, um, index cards. cards in a wallet and I'll capture stuff there and I'll follow up on it. And so sometimes follow, sometimes I have the ability just at, you know, in the moment to follow a curiosity and, and that's, um, that's really, really rewarding. And it does lead to like the whole, like the, was the last episode you mentioned, uh, the bookmarks. Right? Oh, I think it was, it was either the la- yeah, it was the last episode. Yeah. So it leads um, to the bookmarks. Yeah, the book. I I have no idea. I could be in a in a super duper oblivious cloud. You're on, on a list own. somewhere. That maybe I'm on a list. I'm probably so I used uh, Pinboard.in as a, that, that service that where I can bookmark in the cloud. That because I know I'm not going to break my web browser with the bookmarks I save, and um, it's uh, it's a great service because I just have a. This is awesome. I have a bookmarklet that lets me do bookmarks. A bookmarklet? So a bookmarklet. I, I, sometimes technology, I just sigh, right? I love tech and, and you know, the coding and all this stuff. Too. Yeah. So in your web browser, you save a bookmark. You think, oh, that's a link to a page, right? Yeah. Well... Oh, my mind about to be blown. Well, I don't know. It depends. (laughs) A bookmark could actually be JavaScript, and that becomes a bookmark led. So, so a JavaScript bookmark can be a bookmarklet, or is a bookmarklet? It's probably a probably a bookmarklet because it doesn't have to do anything useful. I think it's a a bookmarklet is like I want my browser to do something useful when I click on this bookmark, right? And yeah, I want it to go to the page, which could be the job to be done for that bookmark. But it could also be save a bookmark to this page instead of just going to this page. So I have um, feels very meta to me. It kind of is. So you have um, so I have two bookmarklets, one that is just like a like an instant save this bookmark. But then okay. I have one that that is like, let me do a little more documenting about this bookmark. Oh, you can like annotate. I can annotate and add tags and stuff like that. Yeah. Nice. Tags yeah. are very important. 
Sure. Because, again, you have how many bookmarks? Approximately. Over 20,000. Over 20,000. 20, yeah. How do you find anything? Well, there is a great search capability within... Um, oh, my gosh. I miss... I miss the old days where I've hurt Firefox where um, that after that I switched to, to saving my bookmarks in the cloud because um, I used to just type in the browser, right? And anything, well, and what's funny is I have a hybrid of this because of how I use Google, Google Chrome. This is a total tangent. Yeah. So I use Google Chrome. Wandered off the path, but super I'm curious. Different. Yeah. I use Google, Google Chrome as like my main, main, main web browser and it, it retains like its own database of my history, which is in a way like ghost bookmarks. Right. Where they're just bookmarks, you know, that happen as you use the web. Right. 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 It just remembers. It knows yep. what you're doing. It knows what you're doing. And it's how it sells you, you things. Type in the address bar. That is data that's used to help. Right. Provide like, a, yeah. you know, like what you what might you be typing right now? And that's neat in a way. Like you've created a, like an outboard brain by by doing that, by sure. saying like, hey, yeah, anyway, um, if you surf the web a lot, it's pretty handy. Would you say that um, doing bookmarklets mm -hmm. is a form of play for you? Uh, yes, absolutely. So following my curiosities and then saving that to where then that becomes part of my outboard brain, yes. And then those can also be things that set up curiosity traps for you. They are. where I where There are things that either... I had time to read it or I didn't have time to read it, right? And then if either way, I put it in my bookmarks and it becomes something that I, that, I, that I review from time to time and then may dig deeper. What's the oldest bookmark you have in your 20,000 bookmarks? Hmm. It's probably, probably from 20... Right, but what would the page be? Like, can so. you tell by date? Can I tell by date? Like what the page would be? Oh. Um, What's the first page I bookmarked with oh. this particular service? Because I know you've gotten wiped out. Yeah, once. with that service, right. It would be, um, yeah, I can do that. I can essentially That's go back cool. to my first bookmark, which I don't know what it is. Now Now it's become a thing. Now it is a thing. Now we need to know. It's going to be something like... Um, the car wash by our old house. I don't know. <laughs> well, I'm more thinking, I, how many of those bookmarks go to pages that don't exist anymore? Like, does the service clean them up? Now I'm just really interested in your bookmarks. So pin, honestly, pinboard.in is a great service, and I, I highly recommend it. It says uh, um, their tagline is social bookmarking for introverts, right? So you don't have to be publicly sharing these things that you're, you're saving, um, oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. I was, I was confused as where the introvert thing came, but that makes sense. Yeah. So do they do that? Like, mm -hmm. do they go through and so clean up your bookmarks when you, for when you? you? Do a search. It will show like sort of a status code because I paid I, for the, whatever the upgrade where it actually will index the pages at all of my bookmarks. So what that means is it will download a copy of that No, page. I know what that means. <laughs> sure, just in case. Well, for our, for our listeners. Oh, you're not explaining so to me. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> totally. Well, yeah. Um, definitely not explaining it. To, explaining that to you. Um, it's the, um, the, it makes it more searchable because it's not right. just the name of the page and the, the text in the link to the page, right? Right. It's actually it's pulling the content. content. Yeah. Exactly. I still so, don't think you answered my question. Oh, yeah. Does it clean up 
pages that no longer exist. So, yeah, I mean, it's do not quite, but it, it will sort of list sort of an error next to those pages okay. that look like maybe they don't exist. Yeah. But you have to click on them to find out. Okay. Well, very cool. That was like a giant commercial for your I pinning. Know. Your pinning? Is it My Pinterest? Pin. No, your your bookmarking. It's, well, it's called Pinboard. Pinboard. That's where I was going. Yep. Okay. So I don't think they sponsor anything ever, but that would be a, <laughs> honestly, that would be a sponsor. That, that would be a, a um, an app that I would, um, I would speak of proudly and sell, sell it. You, like, just, you just did. Like I just did. You just did. Tonight's podcast brought yeah. to you by. Nothing. Nothing. But still, um, fantastic service. Well, I'm curious um, if you have picks tonight. Now that you just did that, because that could have been your pick. It could have been. I'm like, I'm a, I'm a walking, well, you know, 20,000 link <laughs> database are, of picks. This, this podcast is going to be going on for a long time, people. If no way. He's gonna get, oh, exactly. If he's going to get pa- through. <laughs> page one, 2010. Okay. First link, the car wash. No, it's, <laughs> I'm just saying you have enough links that we could podcast for many, many years, and you'd still have picks. I suppose, yeah. That's pretty pretty easy math, I would, yeah. But uh, thankfully for everybody, that that's not the case. That's not the case. All yeah. right, well, why don't you give us your art pick tonight? Okay, so I pulled a me, and um, I have a couple of things. <laughs> Robbie. To point to. So um, I've, I follow an Hold art, on, time a out. comic artist, yeah. So for people that haven't listened to, to several podcasts, uh-huh. they may not know, we do picks each week, an art pick and a science pick. And Robbie has a tendency to take his pick and make it like 10 things well, instead of a true. thing. And I think it's because now, I think it's because you're trying to get through like some of your 20,000, sure. right? If you do one at a time, <laughs> I gotta, we're going to be dead before you get through I got to burn through this backlog here. No, that's not the case. It's just that there's there there are connections and and uh relate there's there are relationships among these things that like to sit there and say that there is one pick um <laughs> I have behaved in, in according, have according to well. the, 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 the commitment of the picks of our podcast, <laughs> I'm gonna a couple have... episodes, but like I, I, overall, like, yes, I've misbehaved and I list a lot of things and I'm, right. b- I'm back. All I'm right. back, everybody. I'm going to list some things, <laughs> at least two things, not just All one right. thing. What do you okay. got for so us? So based on, um, be- because I, so I found a link to a thing. I'll mention the thing in a second, but I found it via following an artist named Tori Wolcott. Sure. Yeah, and she is the, um, the the creator of this this comic called Mirror Mind that has. Um, I mean, it's it's an autobio comic sharing her experiences uh, growing up in the '90s with dyslexia, and it also shares resources about you know having dyslexia. Yeah, and it's um, it's a really great comic. I super highly recommend it. But like through uh, following her, I just. She happened to share this thing. I just wanted to sh- share where that where it came from. Yeah, no, that's great. There are different kinds of links among links, right? <laughs> All right, so that's how I found this link, and of course, of of the you know many thousands I also have. I don't know all the connections anymore, right? Right. Of so course. anyway, but I know this one, and that's what happened. 
Um, so there's the, there's this tool. So um, I'll put a link to uh, Tori's website in the in the show notes, of course. And um, but she shared a tool that is by Google called AutoDraw. AutoDraw. Yeah. So you're like, oh, it's an art. It's an art pick. There's some science in there too, because this is one of Google's AI experiments. Oh, interesting. So you go to a website. Um, I believe it's like you know autodraw.com, and if you you go there on pretty much any device, you can just doodle in your web browser, and then it there are um, essentially well there's a recognition algorithm running, and um, you'll get presented basically a set of things that it's more or less a suggestion list of like, are you drawing like a bumblebee? Are you drawing a happy face? Are you drawing a, like it, well, it's not, those like auto text, but for drawing. Yeah, exactly. So, wow. so then you could pick that symbol and it's then gonna say unknown and then <laughs> keep, <laughs> no, try it, try it. I, th- there's no way. Uh, let's see the site you just showed me. Um, I, I, AI experiments with google.com. Oh, okay. Good, good. Then I just want to triple check here. www.auto, like the automobile, A-U-T-O, draw, D-R-A-W.com. Yeah, that, that, that pulls up the correct thing. And um, so, yeah, I mean, you could draw something that is like a really rough, it's a rough circle and a couple of dots in a line. And all of a sudden it's like, is this, is, you know, it shows a happy face among many other things. You can pick that. You can do another doodle. Then it's, it's like, hey, is that a leaf? And then you can click on that. And all of a sudden, it, it adds these different elements as it recognizes them to your drawing. Nice. There you go. Um, That's yeah. really interesting. And then can you save it off and totally. keep yeah. it? Totally, yeah. So you... you um, Does it look like you're drawing or do they add stuff to it? Oh, so- it super doesn't look like you're drawing. Like, Oh, interesting. Inherently, it's like... Um, squinting Catalog. your eyes and saying like is that thing on the shelf a you know aardvark and it's turns out it's like a i don't know a race car <laughs> <laughs> but like the the final image is so if i started drawing a race car yeah and it google draw helped me out yeah and you started drawing a race car and it google draw helped you out and we went into the room together. We both printed them out. Would we have the same race car? Would it be like a piece of clip art at that point? Yeah, exactly. In a, what's funny, it, it's, it's a lot like, um, yeah, um, like an emoji style mapping type ahead clip art thing. Okay. So it's just going to, you and I are going to have the exact same thing. Mm, going to mention another link now. Oh, I stumbled. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. It's um, the noun project. Uh, yeah, the, the noun project, to me, like if Google connected with that, it would have a wider vocabulary because in some ways we're describing vocabulary, right? Where you do a doodle, I do a doodle, and there I don't know how many things, dozens or hundreds they're doing mapping to. Right? Oh, sure. So the noun project would blow that out to thousands and thousands. Okay. And uh, I don't know it, what the yeah, noun project still, is. It's still very um, um, iconic. It's it's sort mm-hmm. of like a database of nouns as icons. Oh, sure. I think we have actually talked about that one. Yeah, we might have. So there you go. It's back again. The noun project. The noun project. Yeah, so do a search for a word. Find it. Like, could be a verb, could be a noun. 
and uh, see how they interpret it. And you won't just get like probably one result. You get a bunch of things and it may give you different ideas. If you're cool. doing some kind of design for um, maybe a podcast logo, maybe, um, you know, an application icon. Nice. Mm-hmm. I like it. Excellent right. picks, plural. <laughs> it's a pick ball. I did a single ball of pick. <laughs> well, how about you? Do you have a pick ball? No, I have a pick. Okay. I have a science pick. Mm. Are you ready? Uh, I am anticipating. Earth Day. Earth Day? Yeah. Mic drop. Okay. That's my science pick. That's okay. It's Earth Day. That's a big one. That is a big one. We're all no, here. So, yeah. <laughs> so my science pick is Earth Day. And, and in... Um, celebration of Earth Day and, and of our Earth and of all the things that we need to do um, to protect it. And um, I think science and art are both very important um, when it comes to kind of protect protecting our Earth and the in the world that we live in. Um, so in the show notes, we will link to an article. And I just love, um, this is actually from uh, Minnesota Public Radio. Again, we're in Minnesota. And um, this was their Earth Day article. It's called, How to Be Less of a Jerk to the Environment. <laughs> And I just love that. It just felt right to me. I was like, that's my pick. Um, Earth Day. And then we'll link to this article. And, and just to, to paraphrase and kind of sum it up, there's some really great um, things that you can do and some things to be aware of and to think about when it comes to kind of protecting the earth. But one of the ones I think that they're advocating a bit that people focus on is the reduce. Um, so they're like, you know, recycling is great, but recycling takes a lot of energy. So is there a way to reduce, I mean, even before you get to that point? Hmm. So I'm kind of talking about reduction and consumption. And also um, the article talks a little bit about, um, you know, only buying what you need from a food standpoint and the the great amount of waste that we find in in particularly in the United States um, when it comes to food waste Um, and what percentage of food is actually consumed. So anyway, those are my... Such a big topic. It's a huge topic, but yeah. um, my science pick is. I'm just. I'm. I'm I don't know. Like, I'm just going to say, there could be a link ball in that topic. <laughs> you think so? I'll just let everybody Google for themselves. There might be more than one website that's mentioning Earth Day. <laughs> well, okay, yeah, not just Earth Day, but also like the the um, implications, uh, strategies, importance of different approaches. Yeah, to, absolutely. And yeah, it's just something how, to think how about. How do you consume and, and, and uh, how do you how do you relate to that? Are you really benefiting and whatnot from the... Um, because, yeah, I mean, I think about like different things that, that could be super influential on like our own like grocery purchasing. Oh, absolutely. Patterns. That would that um, um, that would be interesting, like like to just get what you need when you need it would change a lot. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I don't know. I don't have a link to share with that, but no, but it's something, it's something to think that about. And that's, need. I guess what I'm encouraging the audience is just to, to spend some time thinking about, um, their, um, impact on the earth and, and what are just small things that we can all do to kind of, um, move the needle on that. And I just, okay. In that area of concern, why not, uh, why not tweet at us? Or why not? Yeah. Like, like, share your 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 thoughts. 
like how you, I mean, anything from like, just, just share a question of like, this is what I think of, like, why am I doing blank or whatever? And, um, related to, uh, them, you know, helping the earth. Yeah. So it, it, that might be a neat conversation, conversation to have. Who knows if it will happen, but it would be cool. It would be cool. And we welcome it. Fantastic. And that wraps us up for today. We are the Art and Science Punks coming to you each week with stories of art, science, and creativity, oftentimes stories and struggles and even successes of balancing our personal passions with work and family. Art and Science Punks has a blog at artandsciencepunks.com. And on Twitter, we are Art Science Punks. You can find our podcast feed at artsciencepunks.fireside.fm or on Apple Podcasts, where we would love your five-star rating. Thanks, and you can tweet me at Kate Stenzinger on Twitter. And I'm Rob Stenzinger on Twitter. And you can always reach both of us at artsciencepunks on Twitter. Vibes for the rusty patched bumblebee. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have-